All right, what time is it? It's 2 o'clock in the West. (laughs) Sam and Ash here, the What's Right show, coming to you loud and clear from an undisclosed location in Las Vegas. Well, actually here at KXNT headquarters. uh, So very disclosed. (laughs) So we've disclosed it. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Wow, lots going on. Uh, Biden at the UN today gave a speech. The prompter came through. Everything worked. Uh, what did he say? He said that the U.S. is embarking on an era of relentless diplomacy. Uh, he also told China that there would be no Cold War between the U.S. and China, and then also said that uh, the time to act on global warming, warming is now and pledged billions more in, uh, in relief on that front, which is ir- ironic those two – Uh, Topics are going together because, of course, China being the world's greatest polluter. Uh, And uh, so on one hand, you know, China, we're not angry at you whatsoever. We're all cool. Uh, But then we're going to go solve the climate crisis. And I guess there's a meeting set up with President Xi of China. And um, I don't know if that's going to that's going to come to anything. Sad news uh, just moments ago. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Ash, but uh, Gabby Petito, the. A family, a lawyer, has come out and identified her body uh, or said that the identification is is, uh, affirmative, that um, the body that was found yesterday in Wyoming is actually her. Um, Very, very sad uh, situation here. And and still, as far as we know, the the boyfriend, the person of interest uh, who is, uh, I guess— the police tried to speak to him some days ago and were not able to because the family told the police, talk to our lawyer. So the police left, and by the time they got back, uh, the young gentleman was was gone. And uh, so now, now this is turning into an active murder investigation. That tends to – Ash, that tends to ramp, wrap things – or ramp things up, excuse me. Uh, starts to make things move, doesn't it? It does. It absolutely does. I kind of, when I heard them announce that a body was found the other day and they believed it was hers, I anticipated this result because rarely do you hear them make that kind of pronouncement early on. Even I think the person who found, or the officer that found the body gave his condolences to the family right away. And so I think the, the, the autopsy coming out, it was a kind of a formality, but it is still a very, very tragic story um, that's continuing to unfold. And I, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. And I hope we find that uh, fiance of hers sooner rather than later, because I want to know what he has to say. Yeah, I bet the police want to know that too. I I agree. One thing, one thing about this couple, I guess a lot of people asking, why do we care? Why this couple of all the people that are that disappear and are are, are murdered, you know, and meet, you know, tragic, violent ends? Why do we care about this story? Um, what do you, what do you think? What do you say to? What's the answer to that? Well, I think they. I think a lot of people see this young couple and they associate that with themselves at one point, with their loved ones, their friends, their family members, and they get immediately concerned because on the outside, they look like a very normal couple that was enjoying life and adventure by going out on this little trek. And so when you, when it, makes this kind of turn, there's always a shock. And I think that's what is the struggle for everyone and why it's capturing the minds of everyone around the country. Yeah, I think that's 
I think that's key. I think there's a lot of self, is it, I don't know, reflection or um, or I, I, people see themselves maybe a little bit in this couple because I think there's a lot of people that are that because they're also this what these what this couple's doing right. They decided to go on this wanderlust trek through the U.S. So they put all their you know earthly belongings into a little van and headed out west. Uh, to go through all the different parks and, and national parks and, and basically to kind of hit the road and, 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 and disconnect. Although they were very connected, they did a lot of social media. So I think, I think because of social media, they already had a following. They had people who were, were watching their videos and looking at their posts and, and were wondering how nice it would be to be out of the cubicle and out there doing something fun on the road. Uh, I also think it's just they're they're attractive, you know, and they're 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 both, you know, yeah, they're young, they're good looking. Agreed. So this um, this now, I, there's some talk about the parents being implicated. What do you do? You think do you think the parents are implicated? Do you think they're just, or is this just some conclusions that the that reporters are drawing? Well, I think reporters are making that belief or that assumption or reaching that conclusion based on the fact that their son showed up at home and they kind of obstructed law enforcement from getting in contact with their son. And I don't know, though. I mean, if if it was me and someone's coming after my, you know, Rocky, my son, the little (laughs) dachshund, um, you know, I'd tell him lawyer up. I don't know what you've done, what you haven't done. But regardless, I would suggest that he get a lawyer. Yeah, I'm 41 years old. I think if somebody showed up at my parents' house on on their doorstep, uh, and they would also tell them to go take a hike. I mean, they would they would definitely not be welcoming them in. They would want to talk to me, but they would also be protective. But I do think there was one. I remember hearing at one point that it seemed like there was a belief that maybe the son wasn't actually there, or that the parents told them that the son went somewhere and he maybe did, never went there. And so if the if the parents and the family is actually leading the police on this fruitless hunt for their kid. Now, that's obstruction. That's terribly wrong, and I disagree with that wholeheartedly. And so if that occurred, then absolutely there is going to be some type of implication accessory after the fact if later on we find out that the fiancé was invo- involved in this murder. Yeah, I think a lot of times – and this is an important legal distinction, right? You're – you can – you know the parents didn't necessarily have anything to do with the crime itself i it to me at least seems like it was a crime of passion like these two were fighting they were um very angry with each other you saw the 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 video the um uh, cam video from the 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 officer in moab utah that uh that had had had, had well, i guess there was some physical altercation so they were already really upset with each other probably something that happened along those lines not premeditated at any rate you go the the it, it, family has nothing to do with it but if later they help hide evidence they help hide the suspect they help they lie to law enforcement that's a crime absolutely absolutely if they make any action to protect him hide him or cover up anything that occurred then absolutely they've now committed their own independent crime and that's that's what the officers are going to look at to see if they've if they've done that here in this case. 
And I, I hope they haven't. For the, for the family of Gabby Petito, I really hope that isn't what happened. And rather, it's just a situation where, like you said, the officers knocked on their door and the parents said, go talk to our family lawyer. And the officers were like, shoot, now we, go, need, a, we need a warrant. Yeah. And in the meantime, he, is, he ran away. What do you think happens next? Ooh, what do I think happened next? I think we they, the manhunt continues until we find him. I actually also don't think we will ever, we will hear the the manner of how she died or what caused it or any suspected cause because when the officers eventually catch up to him, they'll want to interrogate him and see what story he comes up with without hearing independently what their conclusion was. So mm-hmm. that's my my gut as to how this will proceed is we won't hear much about the investigation anything more but we will find him eventually understood yeah i i i think so too i think so too i yeah and again hopefully the the ending i think that the family wants is this guy to still be alive be able to answer questions be able to provide some closure explain what happened and um and then you know and then and 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 obviously i you know face punishment if if he in fact is the one that that did this. All right, speaking of punishment and probably speaking of unjust punishment, there is a local story uh here in Las Vegas about a gentleman who worked at a bar and was uh was the victim of an armed robbery. And while he was there, he um well, I'm going to tell the story when we come back. Yeah, I guess I should say that the business blamed him for it. And wanted him to pay out of his pocket for the robbery, well, the money that was lost in the robbery. Fascinating story, and I uh, look forward to explaining it when we come back. Don't go anywhere. This is What's Right with Sam and Ash. We're back right after this. Make your mornings right. Glenn Beck at 6, Vegas at 8 with Alan Stock and Dana at 9. Breaking news, thought starters, and opinions for Southern Nevada. News Talk 840, KXNT. Stay connected. And welcome back. Sam Merchofsky here and Ash Watkins. And this is, so go ahead. Oh, it's the what, What's Right with Sam and Ash show every weekday, 2 to 3 p.m. here on News Talk 840 KXNT. So live and local. Here we go. And speaking of local uh, and um, somewhat disheartening, the story really uh, stuck out to me. It, it came to my attention yesterday. Um on the on the interwebs, uh, a gentleman who identified himself as a bartender here in Las Vegas had something happen to him that I think the story starts. It's not entirely unusual. He's working at night, actually early in the morning, at a, a bar gaming establishment in town, and this establishment was was robbed. A guy went there. Um, apparently. It was a couple of people that were working together and were robbing businesses and had actually robbed this particular place where he is working, has multiple locations. And two other locations of the same chain had been robbed in the preceding weeks, uh, weeks before this incident. So this happened back in December. The RJ did an article on it. Article's still up. It talks about the robbery. A guy comes in with a handgun. Uh, the only part of the story that's a little bit different, according to this particular bartender, is that, the, that there was actually two people that came in. So the, maybe the story isn't exactly right. But regardless, 
He gets robbed. They take about $3,900. But the best part of the story is yet to come. So apparently management comes in, and they demand that he repays the money. They actually brought him in. They had him sign a contract, which he posted on social media. And the contract says, you know, that I agree to repay the robbery loss of thirty nine hundred thirty seven and thirty five cents. And they gave him a choice. They said, select one. So you could like put a little X. It's like a little menu. You can choose one lump sum payment deduction um, be made for my wages salary on the first pay period uh, immediately following. Yeah, like like he would have a thirty nine hundred dollar an ability to pay that in a lump sum. So he chose the second one, which was a a three hundred dollar equal deductions uh, from from his paycheck. So according to him, he alleges that um, yeah, they made him pay this back, and and he accepted it and did it and paid everything back. And then after he paid everything back, uh, as he puts it, they let him go. How? I mean, first of all, it's wrong. I mean, but how bad is this, Ash? Oh, this is bad. It's real bad. Um, Not only is it just not the right thing to do, um, which we always talk about in our law firm and here. I mean, that's what the name of the show is, What's Right with Sam and Ash. And so this is just as an employer, your employees are, you know, it's family. And this guy was actually put in danger at that instance. And the only thing they apparently cared about is the money that was taken from the cash register. So in that respect, it's terrible. Um, and then from a business standpoint, um, I don't think it's ethical or legal. Yeah, so a little more – we'll talk a little bit about the legality of this because I think this is – number one, I think we as a community, this is unacceptable. Okay, this is we are a service industry town. We are a hospitality town, and the people that work in this industry deserve respect and deserve to be treated right. So this this infuriates us on just I think on a on a very basic fundamental level. Well, yeah, I mean they're dealing with grumpy customers and, and people that don't tip well, and they've just they've just overcome and felons, yeah, no, with guns, yeah, and they've just overcome COVID, and so they they're dealing with a lot in general, and yeah. then they've got their employer coming down on them and asking them to repay the money that they just let happen because of they were robbed at gunpoint. It's terrible. It is. In fact, he wrote here in the in his post that is making the rounds and uh, and I can confirm this. I you know, I I, I spoke to him actually earlier today. Uh, we reached out and I I had a really nice conversation with this gentleman. He's a he's a good guy and um and I, you can tell he's angst-ridden over this. Because one of the things, and and this is critical, I'm I'm saying this not as a lawyer, but we're also coming at this as employers. Ash and I have a, a great team of people who we take care of and 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 support and encourage. If you're an employer, don't do this. I'm a, I'm going to just read you this this one uh, section of this. Is don't do this. He says they gave the same exact ultimatum to a coworker, talking about this is the ultimatum to repay the money or you know get fired. They gave the same exact ultimatum to a coworker who was robbed by the same couple at a different location a month before. And then they said – then he goes, um, I really thought it was classy when they asked me about the incident before actually asking me if I was okay. So <laughs> just a – I mean just a pro tip. If you're an employer and your employee gets robbed at gunpoint, ask them if they're okay. 
Yeah. We even say this with car accidents. You know, like if you cause a car accident, make sure people are okay. Be a good human. Yeah, don't, you do, you don't have to immediately admit fault, but you you don't have to just you can you can, and don't you always say this, Ash? You always say it's it's so much better if you if you talk and show empathy and compassion. You're far less likely to get sued if you've done something wrong. If you just are are kind, yeah, and a decent human, a decent human. <laughs> I'm not, and we're not asking for much here. So this to me just is is beyond the pale. But let's talk about the legality of it because I know and I've heard stories we've talked about this dine and dash, right? A lot of this by the way is I guess on the uptick. Uh I don't um so pay your bill if you go out and eat uh <laughs> don't just leave the restaurant. That's a crime. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called theft. But also realize this, a lot of restaurants and businesses are charging back that amount that they that that to the waitress or the waiter, yeah, it's terrible. Which is terrible. So you're not only stealing; you're not stealing from the restaurant. You're stealing from a hardworking person, from one of one of your neighbors. Yeah, it's a special place in hell for people that do that. <laughs> uh, okay, so the legality of it can can a rest, can a restaurant do that? So there's really an employer can actually charge an employee back or to deduct things from future paychecks, but under three conditions. One, the employer has to have a reasonable basis to believe the employee is actually responsible for the amount deducted. So here, the employer would have to reasonably reasonably believe that this guy working at their bar was part of the reason why they lost that $3,900. As in, they gave a tip to the guy. Like, the employee was like, hey, here's a pro tip. Come in at this hour. There's no security. Come rob me at 6.05 in the morning. There's no one here. Yeah. Um, That didn't happen. So (laughs) that doesn't exist. Uh, Two, the deductions for a specific purpose, pay period, and amount. I reviewed the contract that they made him sign, and it looks like they do that. Um, and then that the employee voluntarily authorizes it in writing. And here the guy did it, but I don't know how voluntary it is when it's under this veiled threat of you're going to lose your job. And also it's in a unique cli- employment climate. Can I also argue that it's you know contracts that are signed under duress, and especially when there's if you're coming right off of having a gun put in your face, <laughs> yeah. that's a really scary thing. And in and, and talking to this guy, I mean, this gentleman was traumatized by this, as any one of us would be. Did he sign it that morning? You, know, you know, I I don't know. I I don't know, and I can because that I, would be a... I, I can find out. We gotta. Well, you know what? I actually know when he signed it. He signed it on the fourth. The robbery happened on. Let's see. Well, I can't tell here. Uh, based on the news article, so that I need to I need to look at. See, this is live radio for you, but great, <laughs> um, great stuff. So I will tell you, it's, uh, but it, it's it either went under duress. But the first part of it, the let me push back. It, you know, if an if a if a company's gotten taken, okay, at other locations, and they have somebody, they've got an armed robber that comes and puts a gun to an employee's head, take money. And it then happens – wait, it happens once, it happens twice, and now a third time. I mean isn't the company a little bit on notice that – A hey, lot bit. Yeah, a lot bit. They know that they, they've got a problem. They're getting held up. So post a security guy there overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, put, put a you – know, put a, put a, have some kind of a system at the door that allows you to check people when they come in. I, I don't know. I think there are 
I agree. This employer fails at step one. They didn't have a reasonable basis to blame this employee that he was at fault for this loss. So I'm I'm entirely with you on this. And one thing, as an employee, if your employer makes you sign something or ask you to sign something, um, get a lawyer involved. Ask a question. Right away. Right away. All right. Sam Rajovsky, Ash Watkins, what's right with Sam and And welcome back. It's What's Right with Sam and Ash here on News Talk AM 840 KXNT, uh, about 2.30 in the West here in beautiful, sunny Las Vegas, Nevada, the place we love, the place we call home, live and local. If you want to be on the show, 800-245-2100. This is Sam. And Ash. And we're here serving you uh, this one hour uh, every day, Monday through Friday. New show, Who Dis? It's us. And if you don't want to call in and you just want to chat and chirp at us, we're at What's Right Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So feel free to drop your comments and the show will respond. And then Sam and I will will chirp back. Yeah. And if you just want to chirp to Ash and cut me out of it, (laughs) uh, that I understand her Twitter following is a little more robust than mine. And I, I get it. I get it. She's uh, a lot more engaging in, in many ways than I. So that is um, Ash the Attorney. Ash the Attorney. Uh, what is that, on, on Twitter, on Instagram, everything? I think on everything, on everything, in life. Yeah. What's Right Sam is my handle. So, again, if you want to reach us individually, that's where you go. Uh, and, uh, and, again, the phone number for the show, 1-800-245-2100. 2100 now, right before the break, we were we were talking about a young man uh, who on Facebook posted a story which he titled "A Cautionary Last Call." And it was about his experience working at a bar casino, a local establishment that has they have multiple locations around the valley, and they uh, apparently well when he was working there one morning back in December. He was robbed at gunpoint, and afterwards, instead of asking him, hey, how are you? Are you okay? His bosses sat him down and asked him to sign a piece of paper pledging to repay the money that was stolen. It was $3,900 and change, so not an insignificant amount of money. So we've been talking about the circumstances under which employees are asked uh, to repay money. And there were the, what I I understand actually what you're saying. There's three elements to it, three conditions. You know, the two that are kind of straightforward is they have to tell you what the amount is and put it in writing, and they have to get you to sign off on it. But the the first thing is kind of the squishy one or the one that is the most important, and it's it's you basically have to be responsible for it, right? You have to what the loss has to be your responsibility. It has to be your fault. Well. Not necessarily, but you're close. It's the employer has to have a reasonable basis to believe that you are responsible for that amount being deducted. And so in this case, the the employer, the the owner of this bar, had to have a reasonable belief that this employee uh, caused the loss of the money, caused the robbery, et cetera, et cetera. And here we've discussed that's not the case. And in fact, the employer was more on notice than any one of this uh, this happening because they had two other locations that were previously robbed. So um, so in this situation, it's very sticky. And, and 
likely illegal. And what I always recommend is if your employer asks you to do something and it doesn't pass your smell test, it feels wrong, it makes you kind of feel icky, you're not sure, seek the advice of an employment law attorney. Your boss will never know that you've called another lawyer to get advice as to what's going going on and whether or not what they're asking you to do is is legal. And and that's something that is a consultation that's usually free. Yeah, even if your employer is an attorney, like let's say you work for blah, blah, <laughs> blah, 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 right? Um, a little reference there to one of my favorite TV shows. Anyway, if you're, if you're working for a lawyer, still call another lawyer. Get an opinion. Yeah, get absolutely. An opinion. Okay, now I – before the break – Ash, you asked me a really important question. I didn't have the answer to it, but I contacted the gentleman behind the story who had this happen to him. Oh, yeah. I asked if the gentleman signed the contract agreeing to repay the amount that was stolen on the same day that the robbery took place. And the answer is yes. Oh. Now wait for it. Ask me how long after the robbery. How long after the robbery. Great, At gunpoint. Great question. About three hours later. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah, I think it's I, – I think this contract isn't worth the paper it's written on. This is total bullcrap. I know. This, this is, is terrible. This is so wrong. I'm going to call my lawyer for this guy. <laughs> uh, n- n- no, I'm telling you, I, I, this, is, this is egregious. So I, here's exactly what happened. The employer had this happen, quickly called his lawyer. See, if, if you work somewhere, don't think your boss isn't calling his lawyer. Your boss has lawyers on call. Called his lawyer, and his lawyer said, button this thing up, put it, you know, da-da, turn it around on him. And, you know, I, I, I always want businesses in the Valley to succeed. I want everybody to do well. Here's a pro tip for employers. First of all, there is something called karma. And I have a prediction to make for this business, Ash. The $4,000 that they, you know, Almost nearly four thousand. They squeezed out of this poor guy to cover this loss. They're going to lose ten times, a hundred times more because they're bad people. It always works out this way, and the reason for it is is even if this were never to hit, you know, hit social media, it hasn't been reported in the RJ yet. It hasn't been, but we're we're the first show I think that's talking about it today in the Valley. Uh, but it's this story is going to spread, and and I'll. But I think, don't you think that this has spread in the business already, and that everybody that works there now knows that the boss is just a, you know what? And that and how do you build good morale if you don't have good morale in a hospitality business? People can feel that when yeah. they walk in. Yeah, this is, um, you know, it's what's right with Sam and Ash, and this definitely is a story that is not what's right. Um, I don't know, Sam, is it too early to declare him, the this owner, the asshole of the week? <laughs> uh, we're going to... It's only Tuesday, it's but only I'm, Tuesday. I'm, I'm almost ready to make my, my call. You know what? Locked and loaded. And as we develop and get on the story, we're we're going to prepare to name names and, and, and get um, more specific on this, because this guy, this is so, so, so infuriating. So look, if you've if you've had this happen to you, right? If you're if you're in the hospitality business and you've been asked to repay money, I want we want to hear from you. 800-245-2100. Uh call us if it's after the show, we'll get you on tomorrow. I want to hear your stories or or hit us up on social media. One more time, Ash. What is it? 
Oh, at What's Right Show on all platforms. Let us know your story. We're curious to hear it, and we want to give you a voice on live radio. And like we're doing here, I mean, if you want to remain anonymous, we we will do that. Got it. Uh, but I definitely want to hear war stories because it's uh, this is um, this is insane. Now I know this is this. We just covered a story that's not what's right, and let's go into something that I think really is a definition of what's right going on here in the valley, and it is the 18th annual Best in Show, which is being put on by the Animal Foundation. Oh, I got puppy pictures here. Oh my gosh! Okay, so there's like a. By the way, whoever took these pictures of these dogs, you need to get Rocky to uh, get the same photographer because they look so adorable. Okay, and I love. Okay, so you so know, there's actually a funny story about this. So let me kind of back up and explain what this is. Um, the Animal Foundation every year they put on a premier dog show and silent auction, which benefits um, the lost and abandoned animals in the valley. And what they do is they they put on a dog show with um, some of the animals that are in their care, small, medium, large, variety pack, and puppies. And but only one of these dogs is crowned best in show, but all of them are available for adoption during the event. So it's it's fabulous. Tickets are um, five dollars, and children five and under. Are are free. It's really cute. And you mentioned the photo- the photos that these dogs have and how cute they look. I remember hearing the story about how so many of these dogs just lack getting any type of attention. And then they get in front of this camera and all eyes are on them. And they say these, these puppies, they just light up. And you can really tell when you're looking at the dogs. You can really tell. And I, I mean, this is their... The best thing too is also the bios. Have you read these bios? I they did. are they started making me cry and I had to I may be seven, but I have a young soul and I can run with the best of them. It's like me. Yeah, I I'm like I can identify I also have a common mellow side. That's not Ash. Um okay, just kidding, just kidding. Oh, the miniature poodle? Elton? Hi, I'm Elton. At only nine months old, my entire world was turned upside down. Oh, God. Anyway, great event. Tickets are five bucks. It's on Sunday. If you can attend and, and you know, maybe potentially leave with a puppy dog. You know, never know. Could and be, there's uh, also kittens. So if you're not a, a dog person, there's also kittens that are available for adoption. Um, and it's, it's really cool. Anyone can bid for a chance to adopt. Um, begin, bidding begins 10 a.m. on Monday, September uh, 20th. So it's already begun, but it ends at the conclusion of the show, which is this Sunday, September 26th. And again, all proceeds go directly to the Animal Foundation's life-saving programs. So We have been to the shelter. I mean, I don't think it's even a shelter. It's a hotel. Uh, many, many times Ash and I visited we love dogs. Uh, we love cats. We love animals. Uh, and and this facility is incredible. Their people are incredible, and and they they save animals. And you know, we used to be, I mean, we used to shamefully lead the nation in in terms of pets that were put down. And 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 we've really corrected that thanks to the Animal Foundation and other remarkable uh, pet centered charities in the valley. So please support this if you can. It's a a, a cause near and dear to our heart. We will be there. So if you do come to the event, come say hi. All right. When we come back, a couple of news stories. By the way, I think L.A. County, the um, <clears throat> commies over on the other side of the border, they, um, they heard us and uh, are responding to comments that we made yesterday on the show. Sam Rajofsky with Ash Watkins. This is What's Right with Sam and Ash. Back right after this. 
Discover hundreds of exclusive music stations for music fans, built by music fans, only on Odyssey. Find your new daily groove or weekend mood on the Odyssey app. Brought to you in part by Macy's, Geico, and Coke Zero Sugar. And all right, I'm live. It's working. The microphone's working. And is this thing on? <laughs> test, test. Oh my goodness! This is just um, you know, it's only the second day of school for us here. So uh, producer Mark in there waving his arms, pushing buttons, laughing, lo- laughing, looking like uh, Madman Wurlitzer on the organ. <laughs> um, I'm loving it. Uh, you're listening to What's Right with Sam and Ash. Sam here. Ash here. And uh, we're we're live and local. 800-245-2100 is the number for the show. And, of course, you can reach us uh, at What's Right Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Today, I, we need to recognize a, a birthday that is near and dear to my heart. And, uh, and I think Ashley's, too. Bill Murray has a big birthday today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, did you see this? Uh, I think I heard it. I saw it on Twitter, maybe, somewhere. Bill Murray is um, is 71 years young. Wow. I love Bill Murray. I just want, I mean, uh, there's there's no movie that he is in that, I only think, if there's ever been a Bill Murray movie I've missed. No. Uh, I, I No. Um, Lost in Translation, probably one of my favorite Kind of we, older vintage Bill Murray, like not vintage, but like newer Bill, Bill Murray, like when he's older. <laughs> I didn't explain new, that yeah, very well. New old, new, newer, newer means he's older. Got it. Older means he's newer. Got it. Right there, we go. Uh, yeah, we that- were just uh, we were talking, we were quoting him yesterday, actually, and it was that movie, Lost in Translation. We did the for relaxing times. Make it a Centauri time. Yeah. It's literally the best <laughs> whiskey ad uh, that that anyone's ever made, and it's not even a real one. So, yeah, the premise of the movie, of course, is that he's this, this aging. Well, Centauri's a, I mean, it's not a real ad, but Centauri is a, a real distillery. How much do you think they paid to have Oh, a ton have of that? money. That was, the, the subtle thing about, or not so subtle thing about that is they, they must have paid real money. Absolutely. To, to the director, to the producers, to make, to put their brand in the show like that. It was brilliant. Uh, great movie. What's your favorite Bill Murray movie? I like that one. Really? Yeah. What about Caddyshack? That's a classic oh, that everybody. Yeah, I actually just made my my dad watch that. We're a big golf family, and I don't think it had like escaped my dad that movie. Somehow, oh, he, he never had, saw it. He had never seen the it. The Gopher. And, I know, and I mean, and the reason we watched it actually was because my dad was in the middle of a Gopher war himself in his front yard. So I made him watch it, and he felt very, very in tune with that movie. The Gopher won Best Supporting Actress that year. <laughs> Actress, did you say? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. I didn't, you know, I was, if I'm going to presume it's gender, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to well, defer to I the think, feminine form. Well, I think females now want to be called actors. So I don't know. We're going to have to talk to this gopher. The, how do you, so are you going to just have two two actor, like best actor, or are you going to take away female one of Female actor, isn't oh, it? What's best called? female, oh, I, I see. Think okay, that's, best female actor. I could be wrong. But I'm then not you're keeping... going to have like other, ca- it's getting very confusing. LA is so. difficult, as we're so, learning. And speaking of LA. What a segue. <laughs> You're welcome. They, I know. Well, that was well done. So L.A. County responded to Seth Rogen and Sam and Ash saying, 
Emmys were uh, safe and exempt from masks because the celebrities are performing. (laughs) They're performing. So, of course, they can keep their masks off. When when it says action, COVID shuts down. COVID goes quiet on the set. Like, we're not doing anything. So, this is absolute bogus. It's such nonsense. And and again, it it just uh, I don't know. It just uh, yeah. And and these are the same two. I gotta say this. You know, Alan Stock on on the station always talks about how he's bothered with the essential, non-essential, right? The designation that there are some people's jobs are not essential. Total nonsense, right? And the same thing here. These actors, their mouths are so essential that they can be you know running around in the wild, and then the rest of us that are serving them their hors d'oeuvres and their their crumpets and their little uh, whatever they have vegan you know petty vegan petty, four, <laughs> petty fours right they they have to be masked up and and you know protected for for everyone's safety and i could i could argue or understand if maybe the host who was up introducing someone or actually right in front of the camera took his mask off you know to do that part and then when he went off stage put his mask back on, but for everyone in the building, in the audience to not be masked when L.A. County actually requires everyone wear a mask indoors, it's absurd. Also, I think the the big story that everyone's missing here is Seth Rogen said they were told that the event would be outdoors, and in fact, it was, again, like what L.A. did before. It's outdoors but in a tent, so it, you're effectively back indoors. So... I. That's the they they were lied to. They were lied to. But again I think I I don't know. I I think that for the for all these politicians it's the number one thing is control, but for their friends they're willing to make exceptions so the kids who have children who have literally 0.001% chance of 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 having complications from the virus, they're masked up starting in preschool. Uh but of course you know, Angelina Jolie doesn't have to be masked. So there you go. Uh, fascinating stuff. All right. Oh, I have one more birthday. Uh, that is – well, not a birthday, but but a, but a kind of a mile marker. The Hobbit, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien's book was published today, uh, 1937. That's a long time ago. Do you know what J.R.R. Tolkien, what those initials stand for or what they uh, what they are all of his names no but i think someone in our office did a fun fact friday on it and i i forgot what is it it's uh john robert ruel or rule i don't know how you pronounce it how he pronounced it but you know people mispronounce my last name all the and time, the, Tol- so. the tolkens just tolkens he just added that no 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 john oh. robert ruel token oh okay but those were his those were his you know his uh his given names well that's a lot of names. So no wonder he shortened that to just the initials. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, fascinating stuff. A 1937. Pub- yeah, a 1937 publisher probably charged by the, the character. So he maybe was like, we got to cut this out, save every letter I can. <sighs> Could be. Very well possible. So what happened today at the Share Village, or yesterday rather, at the Share Village? Uh, did you hear this? Dean Heller, former senator here in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, he uh, has thrown his hat in for the governor's race. We have another contender to unseat Sisolak. Fabulous stuff. Uh, Heller, of course, lost last time to Jackie Rosen. This was in 2018 when he was running uh, for Senate. So I, uh, 
Any thoughts on this? No, other than we have a mutual friend within Arnie, Vil- uh, Arnie Stock at Share Village. Love the Share Village. I, I yeah, I've got I've got a comment. I think um, I don't know if you've lost once. Uh, it's a tough th- tough thing to go back and try to win again. Of course, there are plenty of examples of politicians who've lost big races only to go back and claim victory. Winston Churchill being one of them. Also, uh, uh, President Nixon. Lost, Ooh. lost a big election, then came back and uh, and and won and won big. So you know it can happen. All right, what a show! This was good. Uh, definitely, please, if you have any comments, concerns, reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at What's Right Show, and also us individually. Ash, what's your handle again? At Ash the Attorney on Twitter and Instagram, and I love hearing. All types of comments. If you're nice, if you're mean, bring it. I enjoy it. I I love engaging with people and having a great conversation. And I promise not to block you unless you're absolutely offensive on some inhumane scale. That's true. Uh, she won't do that. All right. I'm we an adult. Will, yeah, we will be back uh, tomorrow. We're looking forward to it uh, and have a great rest of the afternoon. Uh, oh yeah, let me give you my 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 uh, stuff uh, at what's no I'm thank you I'm what's right Sam that's my that's my <laughs> I had to think about that for a second all right well have a great afternoon keep positive out there don't let your boss take advantage of you if you can go to Best in Show on uh, on Sunday do it Thomas Mack Center 10 a.m. and we will see you back here 2 p.m. tomorrow should be a lot of fun. <laughs>